Good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and good morning to those in the world that are not of Christ. So, I was just laying here thinking about my Lord, and it came to me about these people in America, these migrants, and when Trump was in power, he put a massive borderline between America and South America to stop the migrants, illegal migrants, pouring into America, because he wanted to make America great again. And if you go to come to America, you've got to be able to provide something and you'll be able to contribute something and, you know, which sounds logical, really. So now Biden's in power. Biden's done everything, undone everything that Trump's done. Right. And he's causing nothing but chaos and mayhem in America with the economy, you know, migrants everywhere. And there's a massive argument recently in Chicago about all the people, you know, the problem. You know, there's just it's just going completely rubbish. Right. So I'm sitting there thinking that all these migrants, most of them, follow false pagan gods. And when you look in South America, you know, like Peru, um, Mexico, I mean, Mexico is completely ruthless and they're so anti-God, right? And they don't care if you're part of a Catholic church because to be a Christian, you do not have to be a Catholic, right? The Catholics will say, oh, no, to be a Christian, you have to be a Catholic first. No, that's rubbish, complete junk. That's all religion and that's a cult. The Catholic church is a cult, that's the end of it. And what they teach is complete contradiction of the Bible anyway. You know, when I've questioned um, priests and so on, you know, they just completely like, when they when I say to a priest, oh, I'll call your father, they say, yes, why does it say that in the Bible? It doesn't. Matthew 23, verse 9, you shall call no one on earth father except father in heaven. So straight away, they get, they're on the back foot and they back off because they're talking rubbish. And they, they, just, they just talk rubbish to people and sadly people believe it. So... The Catholic Church is a massive big cult, a massive big family, right? And most of the people in there are not Christian. Because if you are a Christian, a real one, you won't have anything to do with it. Now, the Lord does have agents in there to be a witness to people to get them out. Um, there's a few examples of that, of a guy that was once a Muslim who came to Christ. And the Lord put him in uh, a Catholic Church in Spain. And I said, Lord, why did you do that? He said, because he'll be a witness for me to bring people to me who are lost in there. Who are lost in there interesting right it's supposed to be a christian church so a lot of these um, countries in south america are anti-god anti-christian and they're wicked right like a lot, most eastern european people people from the far east that are pouring into the uk they're all muslims and the thing is this is the, the biggest thing i want to say about that without the blood of jesus without him you being part of that family you will not get to heaven that is it you will not get in and this is what I did about the shedding of the blood. But what's different about this one is that imagine, for example, an island in the world like Tahiti. And there's a party on that island, a massive, big, awesome party where everything's fresh and, you know, no one dies and everyone's pure and, you know, and it's just happiness forever. Well, to be there, to get through that gate, you have to have the blood of Jesus over you. Without the blood of Jesus, you, you step near that gate, you'll be set on fire. You'll literally burn. This is Moses on Mount Sinai when the father said, I'll give you what you want, Moses. What do you want? And Moses turned around and said, I want to see your glory. I want to see your face. He said, you can't see my face because you'll burn up. But when I pass in the clouds, you'll see my back. Right? Now, Moses was the most righteous man in the Old Testament. God picked him out of everybody to do a role. Right? And he was the most righteous and most humble man in the Old Testament. Now, why couldn't he go to heaven? Why couldn't he see the father's face? Because he hadn't been cleansed by the blood. When he died, like all the Jews back then who died, right, and Gentiles that died, they went to a place called Sheol, 
right? And Sheol is in the ground. It's basically a paradise in the ground because these people cannot be where Father is in heaven. So when Jesus died on the cross a thousand years later, when he died on the cross and was buried, when he was in the ground, for t he did two things, and one of them was to go to Sheol and take all them people in Sheol, which are heaven and the ground, and put them in heaven next to the Father because his blood cleansed them from their sin. You see, without the cleansing of the blood, you cannot be where the Father is. Without the blood of Jesus, you cannot be. Because Jesus was perfect. He was a holy sacrifice. That's why they call him the Lamb of God, the Lion of Judah. You know, he's a Lamb of God. He was perfect. And there's no person on earth, there's no pagan God on this earth that's going to get you to heaven. So the, Buddha, the Buddhists, all of them are going to hell as we speak. Hindus are all going to hell. Muslims are all going to hell. Why? Because they don't have an atonement for sin. I've done this before many months ago about atonements for sin. Muslims don't have it. Buddhists don't have it. They're all screwed. And I'm putting it bluntly because that's the facts. Without the blood of Jesus, you will not get to heaven. Your works, I see it all the time. I mean, my neighbor, Buddhist, you know, and for example, things happening with me where I live on this street, right? And I confronted this person last week and I said X, Y, and Z to this person. Right, and they pretended they didn't even know anything about it. Well, they do. They know everything that's going on, but they just blatantly lied in my face. She just blatantly lied to my face. Right, and this is the point. If you were a Christian, you wouldn't lie. If you knew the truth, you'd be honest. You'd tell the truth. You'd be honest and righteous. You wouldn't look in someone's face and lie to them. But in her mindset, it doesn't matter because you know God's merciful and loving and kind, and she's going to go to heaven anyway. This is what these deceived people believe. Well, then he's not righteous, is he? Because he's just allowed your lies to be go unpunished, right? How can you look in someone's face and tell them lies? How can you be dishonest with them? How can you gossip about them? That's terrible. How can you lie about people? And these people must be, all they do is lie and gossip, lie and gossip all the time. God is merciful, but you must ask for forgiveness. If you don't ask for forgiveness and acknowledge you're a sinner and repent of your sin to Jesus, you will not go to heaven. You will be in hell. That is the end of it. <clears throat> you must repent of your sin. Jesus is the atonement for your sin. So if you come to him and say, Jesus, please, I don't want to go to hell. I want to repent of my sin. I'm sorry for what I've done. I'm sorry for this in my life. Sorry for that. I repent. Please forgive me. He will forgive you. He'll reach out his hand with a gift and say, here's a gift of eternal life. He cleanses you by the blood, right? You become born again of water, right? Which is a water baptism, which must happen. This is John 3, 5. Jesus said this must happen. He was baptized himself, led by example. And then the spirit of God enters you. Now you can be in the presence of the father. You can walk with him. Amazing, imagine that, something Moses couldn't do. But because of what Jesus did on the cross, this is the perfect example of God saving you. It's amazing. And I'm telling you now, without that blood, you will not get to heaven. There are millions and billions going to hell. Because one, they don't want to follow God, they don't want to repent, they don't want the blood of Jesus, they think they're pagan gods like Buddhism, Allah, Islam, you know, Hindu, and all the other gods out there in the world. They think the Nordic gods, they think that their gods are going to save them. No, they're not. They're pagan. They don't even exist. Satan created them all through demons. It's like Muhammad. He's a good one, for example, in Islam. Muhammad, right? He was visited by God in a cave. No, he's visited by an angel in a cave who came as a beacon of light. This is what the Bible says, that Satan comes as a beacon of light, right? And he came to him as a beacon of light and said, you will be the father of this and you will be the leader of that. It's all a lie right there's no atonement they don't have an atonement for sin 
They're called works-based salvation. If we pray 10 times a day, we do this and we do that, we're going to win favor. Well, if you want to live like that, crack, crack on, mate, but you're not going to get there anyway. I don't live like that because I know I'm saved. The blood of Jesus has cleansed me. He's told me. He's shown me through visions. Acts 2.19, Joel 2.28. I've had visions. I've had dreams. I've seen the Lord. People say, you haven't seen the Lord. I have. I've seen God's face because I've been cleansed by the blood. That's the whole point. When Jesus died on the cross, the veil that was in the tabernacle split straight down the middle and opened up. That basically meant anyone who's cleansed by the blood can walk in and be in the presence of God at any time. That's what prayer means when you're on your knees in your bedroom in quiet places. Jesus says, go to a dark, a quiet place and shut the door and God will see it as private. Right. You are there with him one on one. Right. That's what it's all about. That didn't happen in the Old Testament. They couldn't do that. Only the only the high priest once a year could go into the Holy of Holies because that was the ritual. That's what was accepted. No one else could be next to the Father. But when Jesus died on the cross, all that changed. The sacrificial system was over. That means now when you're born again, you're walking with the Lord Jesus. You can enter into the place of the Holy of Holies and be with the Lord at any time. That's what was offered to us as believers. But to you unbelievers, you are heading to hell. That is it. I don't care what you call yourself, an atheist, um, a heathen, you know, a Buddha, a Hindu, a Islam. I don't care what you believe in. Without Jesus' blood, you are going to hell. That is it. Just know this. You shut your eyes for the last time, you will be in hell because you cannot be in the presence of the righteous living God, Yahweh the Father. You cannot be with him. You cannot be anywhere near him. You can't look upon him. If you did, you'd burn up. You'd be burnt up in flames. Because that's how holy he is. And that's how wicked and wicked and sick you are. Because you're covered in sin. You're covered in wickedness. All you've done is tell lies in your life. You've done this, you've done that. Without that blood who cleanses you of the filth, you cannot be in, in the presence of the Father. Why am I doing this? Because it's so important. That when I look at these migrants in America, thousands and thousands of them, they all follow pagan gods. They're all going to hell. They might enjoy the luxuries right now. We've got here, we've got roofs over our head, we've got food in our stomach, if you can call it food most of the time. Um, all the little luxuries of materialistic things that we don't need. But when you die, your soul goes to hell. You're there forever. That's it. Not hell. You go to hell to be held, and then you go to your judgment, and then you're thrown into the lake of fire. But you're forgotten. It talks about the second death in Revelation. That means you're eternally cut off from the Father. You literally have no hope. You never get out, ever, ever. You're just forgotten. Imagine being put somewhere in the universe and just forgotten. And that's it. Finished. Sad. So in the UK now, the UK was once a blessed Christian nation. It's being destroyed right in front of my eyes. The Lord told me this. That I'll turn this country inside out, upside down. It's rebellious, it's wicked, and it's against me. And it's been overtaken by Muslims. A false pagan a bunch of followers and he told me this the muslims will take over this country he will destroy the uk it's history destroyed everything destroyed wickedness will abound this is uh, 2 timothy 3 wickedness will just take over and it's and people are just becoming so evil towards each other now self-centered wicked obsessed greedy the list goes on and they don't care about each other there's no love there's no affection nothing So I say to all you Christians, stay close to the Lord because things are going to get very tough. Very, very tough indeed. And without that strength, without walking with the blood, walking with Jesus in the blood, you will not make it to the end. It's like the vaccine takers. I said to my brother Steve, you know, look at the ones who took the vaccine, the ones who didn't. The ones who took it are not Christians. They think they are, they're not. 
Lord has told me this. They're not mine. They don't belong to me. Because during the, during the pandemic, he said, those who belong to me won't take it. And when you put the ones who didn't take it next to the ones who did, totally different totally different people. Me and Steve walk in faith, and we walk with the Lord. People that we know that call themselves Christians, they don't. They're religious people that are heading to one place. Make no mistake, if you think for one second he won't do this, read Matthew 25. He will separate the true believer from the false, and the false he will cast away and say, I don't know who you are. Where do you think you're going? You're not going to heaven, pal, because you're false and you're fake. You're a liar, you're two-faced, you're dishonest. The list goes on. But the true believer will inherit the kingdom of God. He will, the Father will say, welcome, my true and faithful servant. Come on in. Come on in. Enjoy my paradise. Enjoy everything I've got set out for you because you love me. The Father could literally say to all the angels, ask my children, do they love me? Yes, they do. Did I make them do anything? No, because they had a free will. Did I make this man here, me, Steve Prentice, did, he, did, he, did, the, did the Lord make me do anything? No, he didn't. I love him with all my heart because he set me free of all my turmoil, set me free of all my fears and anger, gave me freedom, he healed my body, healed my mental state. Of course I'm going to love you, Father. But I've got a free will. I chose to do this, I chose to do that, and I repented of it. But he guided me and kept me safe. You see, God is righteous, he's not wicked. Allah is all about control. Another false pagan God. If you don't submit, if you don't do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. That's called threats, that's called fear. The God of Israel doesn't do that. Jesus doesn't do that. He says, please follow me. Because if you don't, you'll pay the ultimate price, which is punishment forever. But if you follow me, I'll give you a gift of eternal life. John 3.16. John 3.17. So I thought I'd mention this because the blood is so important. And without the blood of Jesus, you will not get into heaven. That is it, finished. I don't care what anyone says, right? Without the blood of Yeshua your Lord and Saviour, without him and acknowledging him as Lord and Saviour. If you don't cry out to God and ask forgiveness for your sins in the name of Jesus, please God help me in the name of Jesus, I repent of all my sin, I don't want to go to hell. Without that blood of Jesus cleansing you and you being born again of water and spirit, you will not get to heaven. I promise you this, you will shut your eyes, you'll be in hell. Finished. But if you are with Jesus, you, the Lord will take care of you. There's someone I met I knew recently, I think it was about a year ago, um, American guy was introduced to me and he was dying of disease but anyway he was living over here in the UK he's American he didn't like the way his country was going that's why he wasn't in America I don't blame him but he was he wanted to go back out to Africa because that's where his ministry was everything that was taken care of was done by the Lord it was amazing even the flights I mean he got a 2,000 pound ticket for 200 quid I mean it's amazing and it was all taken care of when he landed in Africa within three days he died he died in his sleep peacefully. And I said, that's amazing, Lord. And I was sitting there in this house with these people. And how about this? This is what really, really freaked me out in a sense. This person's wife walked in and said, oh, blah, blah, blah. This man died in the church. A different man, by the way. This man died in the church. And I went, okay. And as soon as she said this man, this, this person was brought straight to my attention in the spirit. So straight away, I knew who it was before she even mentioned who it was. Right? So picture this, this woman walks into a room, she tells me about someone who's died in church, straight away the Lord has brought to my attention who it is. Now this is a guy that I knew wasn't walking with the Lord, and the Lord told me he's finished. Because of what he had done, he had betrayed the Lord, taken a vaccine amongst many other things. He's finished, he's gone. So she said he's died, right? Then my friend Steve turned about Charles, this guy who died, who went to Africa, who was a faithful Lord servant to the Lord. 
the Lord had shown me Charles went to heaven and this other chap went to hell. And it was like on my right side there was light and peace and happiness with this guy Charles went to Africa. But on my left side this guy, darkness and grey and sadness and he's in hell. Make no mistake guys, you will go to hell if you betray our Lord. If you think you can do what you want, when you want, right, you will go to hell and pay the ultimate punishment. Jesus did everything on that cross. And when I think about my Lord, I cry. Because he went to a cross and suffered for me and you. He was spat at, he was mocked, he was abused, he was beaten. He was everything. This is your Lord and Saviour who you love, you say. Right, who I love with all my heart. And I make mistakes on a daily basis and I'm stupid. You can be stupid, but if you put your hands up, that's what God wants. The person who puts his hand up and says, yes, I'm sorry, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm stupid. That's the person he wants in heaven. That's the person he can save. That's the person he calls honourable. Because that person's taking responsibility. But he deals with the punishment and he forgives you. But the person who points fingers and says, it's not me, it's not me, it's you, 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 you. And doesn't take responsibility and acts like a coward. Like the majority of society, there's loads of them on my street. Especially one in particular individual. That person will go to hell. But even God has mercy on them people. And if they forgive, if they actually do repent at the end, he, he, he saves them. You know, and there's certain people in my life that I know, and people that have tried to upset me and go for me, right? If they actually repent and I saw them in heaven, I'll be over the moon. There's no one on this earth that if I got to heaven and I saw this person, I'd go, wow, what are you doing here? Oh, I repented and I've come to the Lord. Hallelujah. I'll be like, give them a hug and a kiss and I'm so happy to see you. That's my heart. There's no one on this earth that would hurt me enough, right, for me not to say that to, right? But equally, if you don't repent and you stay in this evil and you walk in evil and tell lies and gossip and be vicious to people, you will pay the ultimate price and you will go to hell. And that is justice. You will go to the lake of fire. Make no mistake, without that blood of Jesus, you will not get to heaven. I'm telling you now. So I pray that all of you who are believers, you stick by the Lord. And to you non-believers who are following false pagan gods or heathens or atheists, make no mistake, look at the earth, right? Scientists now have said they're backtracking. Darwin's theory was rubbish. The universe, they were completely wrong about. There are thousands of galaxies out there. And you're telling me a Big Bang created all that? No, it's all created. Scientists are telling you it's been created Therefore, intelligence behind it. There's a creator. Me and you are created. God means creator. We are the created. Look at birds on the tree. These beautiful little chaffinches and blue tits. They're so amazing. The moment they're born, they know how to forage and fly. Who taught them that? It's all been ingrained. It's all been put in there as a, like a information to do that. Like a, like a car being created by a man. A car didn't create itself, did it? No, it was created by man. So then who created man? to do that god you see so i really hope you people see this acknowledge this and just repent of your sin that's all it is it's just taking responsibility of what you've done wrong cry out to god and ask him please forgive me in the name of jesus please forgive me ask him for the blood to cleanse you and you'll be saved i promise and you will have eternal life you'll have peace and trust me once your eyes are opened up and you see the truth you'll never go back some people do sadly i know one person i baptized and he went back and I was really sad but the Lord was teaching me and showing me something you know it's amazing let me pray Father I was here laying here Lord and you wanted me to speak about this Father 
to how important the blood is. Without the blood of Yeshua, without the blood of your Son, Lord, we will not get to heaven. Because without the blood, we cannot be in your presence. I pray for all the people, Lord, that listen to this, that those believers out there walking righteously with you, Lord, trusting in you, in the blood, and nothing else, Lord, especially their own works. The works and the faith are rewards, but they're not a genuine, they are not a replacement for genuine repentance. So Lord, I pray in Jesus' name for those people that are following you, Lord. And I pray for the people out there that are lost, the people that are heathens and atheists and follow false pagan gods like Buddhism and Hinduism, Islam, Lord. I pray that these people's eyes are opened up to see the truth, that there's only one living God who sent his son, Yeshua, Lord, into the world die on a cross that becomes an atonement for our sin. I pray for the blood of Jesus to cleanse these people, to be saved, to open up their eyes, Lord, and see the truth. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name for their souls, that, Lord, I desire all to be saved as you do, Father, but many will not be saved. But I pray, Lord, please save as many as you can. I pray for these people, Lord, they listen to this, that it's not through our works and our so actions that we are saved, but we are saved through faith, and trust in one person, Jesus, who died and suffered on a cross, who shed his beautiful, loving blood, his perfect blood for our sin. That that accident is atonement for our sin, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name for these people, Lord. Amen. God bless you all. Bye-bye.